Welcome back to the Cold Strong Power Podcast. Today we have an interview with a fellow all-time world record holder and fellow teammate on Anderson Powerlifting. This is Tyler Butcher, and thank you for being here with us, Tyler. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Awesome, bud. Um, so I've we've uh, we've only met a couple of times, but you've been part of uh, Anderson Powerlifting for how long? You've been on the team? Oh, uh, I think it's been uh, about three years now. Three years, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you just got a big squat not too long ago that uh, uh, piqued my interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ended up uh, squatting 1141, just uh, breaking the all-time world record. That was a, uh, a single-ply squat. Yeah, so that's the heaviest all-time, the, the heaviest squat single-ply ever done, regardless of age, weight, whatever, just yep. heaviest of all time. Yep, yes, sir. Yes, uh, that, uh, that that speaks worlds to me. I'm coming from a, a you know, partial world of, of single-ply, so yeah. um, I, I, I have a big interest in that. So, Absolutely. Um, how, uh, where you, where you train, you train out of Ohio. Is that correct? Yep. yep. So we're from Toledo, Ohio, uh, train out of the animal house gym. Um, it's a small, small powerlifting gym, um, located on the east side of Toledo. Uh, there's about 20 guys or so that, that, uh, that, you know, train, but like, you know, 20, 20 teammates there, um, you know, guys and girls of all, of all ages. Okay, cool. Is it one of those, uh, kind of a, a uh, hole in the wall gyms. Uh, Absolutely. A, no, no, yeah. does it have AC? Does it have AC? It, uh, it's kind of, I guess, if you want to call it AC, it, it, it can cool, it can cool the, the gym down from 100 to like 90, if that counts. Okay, that's so. fair enough. So. But uh, we've not been to the, that that's Eastern, uh, West Ohio, is it not? Yeah, Northwest Ohio, yep. Northwest yeah, so Ohio. Up. Yeah, so we're about, we're about, uh, about two hours from uh, Cleveland. Uh, about 45 minutes to an hour south of Detroit. Sweet. We didn't grow up far away then. We were uh, yeah. two hours east of you and just about an hour south of there. So yep. uh, cool. yeah, we didn't cross paths. But um, so training for that kind of squat, mm-hmm. um, what, how do you, you know, conjugate is really popular. Sure. At SBD is for some reason really popular with like these young kids. <laughs> but, like how, how do you train for something, some big lift like that? Yeah, so I've um, you know I, I'm, I'm more more old school in how I how I do my uh, my my uh, training. Uh, a lot of the guys I grew up training with are kind of that older old school mentality, right? So typically um, it's you know two to three weeks of doing some sort of volume like you know threes and fives and then test a single. So um, and it doesn't always have to be a, a max you know like a max hundred percent single. It could be something around an opener or a second attempt. Typically, like going into a meet, we'll we'll work up to about second attempts. I really never ever do a third attempt kind of weight. Um, you know, one thing I have been doing over over the last couple of years to like as the weights get higher, that takes longer to recover. I've been adding a lot of uh, Hatfield squats um, every uh, couple of weeks. Just take take some, some of the strain off the low back and whatnot. Um, but really, like our you know my 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 training specifically is is extremely simple, really. Okay. I like simple. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's right. Yeah, I think it's. I see a lot of uh, the conjugate. I I think is um, overcomplicated in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for for a sport that's seemingly pretty simple, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that it gets overdone, but um, absolutely. So, so yeah, let's talk about. You you, you do full power, also. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, you know, squat, bench, deadlift. Yep. Um, I've, I've always, 
I've always done single ply. I've never really done anything else. Um, you know, I'm, I'm interested in doing a, maybe a multi-ply bench meet just for fun, uh, just to kind of try it out and have a good time. But uh, it's always been full power, you know, single ply stuff. And uh, so you've only done single ply, you're getting into multi-ply pot. Would yep. you do multi-ply full power? Um, I would, I would, I would consider it if I'm able to uh, track down the all-time single ply total. Well, right now, Blaine Summer has that, but uh, if I was able to to track that down, I would, I would definitely consider it. Um, as, as you know, it's 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 difficult, um, you know, switching switching back and forth and trying to make trying to continue to make progress in one specific you know discipline of powerlifting. So it's 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 quite a big commitment to swap back Absolutely. and forth a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watch your training obviously like all the time I think you've gotten I think you have more thousand pound variants like I see you do a <laughs> 900 to a thousand pounds on more lifts than like anybody else I've ever seen before which is pretty cool it's you know it's it's a way of, of changing it up a little bit and and uh, of, of course you have to be mindful in in, in the weight you're taking and as far as uh you know, like the load and low back and things like that. But, you know, as you know, there's only so many shots we got at it. So you got to kind of be a little bit selective, you know? Correct. That's correct. Um, so wh what was the date? Uh, when did you do this 1140 pound single ply squat? It was uh, June 4th uh, of this uh, past year. So it was, it was just like a month ago, actually. Yeah. So not too long ago. So we're not too yeah. far off the mark. Well, um, so let's talk about, uh, the all-time world record that day. What, mm -hmm. what, what, uh, what was your opener? I'll just start with that. Uh, my opener was, uh, I think it was around, it was around 1020. Um, I typically in a, in a, uh, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a meet, my uh, second attempt is usually about what I'm, um, you know, targeting to get to. So, um, I wanted to have a jump that would get me around the 1140. Uh, the world record was 1135. So, uh, 1020 was the opener. And that, so did you do the 1140 on a second or a third? It was a second, actually. Yeah. Second attempt. Yeah, uh, so 1020 you, to 11, 1141. Yeah. Were you, were you going to take a third or was that your, um, if, that was, if that was going to go, we we're going to save it for the deadlift. <laughs> I see. Yeah. <laughs> you got that full power mentality and game. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I, 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 I don't have that. So. <laughs> Only got like, so much gas, right? <laughs> so much gas and so much O2 you have to burn. Absolutely. Um, so I know, uh, so Blaine Sumner had the, the record before at 1135. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So did you choose 1140 base purely just to break that record or was there another reason behind it? Not necessarily. It was really just the, just the next jump up. And, um, you know, it was kind of, it was just a number I had in mind. So, um, I did, I did actually take that in training, uh, once. Um, so I, I at least knew what it felt like. Um, so that was, that was the, the mindset behind it really it was just it was a number on a board right okay um and then how how long i've seen you squat 1100 for the first time you were which makes yeah. you the third mm -hmm. human in history to do that feat yep uh in um, fact the, the our other teammate dustin um he was the first man to squat 1100 pounds so a kind of a cool anderson uh anderson oh. tribute fact there <laughs> team man and you're wearing the t-shirt there i can see yep. ah, i see you right there <laughs> got a lot of <laughs> A lot of high-profile uh, individuals um, <laughs> on the team, and I think that's fucking amazing. So, um, uh, so I guess uh, you squatted eleven for the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the date for that one? 
That was uh, the year prior. I think it was June 5th, actually. Okay. So, so you've been chasing, I mean, have you been chasing this, this 1140 specifically or just like ever so recently were you coming up? It was really more so 1100 was the first kind of, kind of take off, you know, you know, take off the belt there. Um, You know, and, and uh, you know, you know how it is. I've, I've had, I think 1080 turned down like four times, you know, it, it meets, it's, it's, it's super frustrating, but you got to regroup and do it again. Um, 11 was the first, um, was the first to, to hit last year. And then ever since then, um, you know, already had 11 in the book. So I wanted to get something, you know, ideally the record because, you know, 35, 40 pound jump from 11 is pretty, you know, pretty much the same really at that point. Yeah. Um, so I, I have, I'm on the bench single ply side yep. and then you've got yep. the squat and the full power, uh, uh-huh. as well. So are you looking to what, what's, if, if you had like an ultimate goal, we'll just talk about the squat for a minute. Sure. Yeah. Um, what do you think you, if there is a number that you have, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard for me to put a limit on my numbers. Sure. So Absolutely. you have a number you want to hit in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I'd love to be the first man to squat 1200 uh, single ply. Um, the way it, the way it went, the last, um, you know, the last me, I think 1200 probably would have went. Um, you know, that would be the, that'd be the first. I guess you like call that your ultimate goal right now. But then as soon as you hit that, you got a new ultimate goal, right? Right. Yeah. Never <laughs> enough. Yep. Exactly. I, I think we're uh, I, single ply, and you can agree or, or disagree. Uh huh. I think that single ply is interesting um, because, uh, and coming from two all-time world record holders, but the uh, the idea of getting as much as you possibly can out of just one mm. single layer of supportive equipment. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 technical, but at the same time, it's um, you know, it, it's it obviously obviously takes some grunt to it too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the technical part is is uh, that that the 1120 bench I did uh-huh. last June, so about a year ago. Yeah, was the was one of the toughest things I, I ever built up to. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I'm I'm, I'm interested to see since you and me are both on the uh, on the top, uh, uh-huh. how far we can both take. Oh, sure. The bench absolutely. and the squat with just one single layer of equipment. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know about you, but, um, and again, I'm nowhere near the venture you are, but single ply shirts, like they, they tear me up. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they're hard to train in regularly. Yes. Um, so you, you really have to be extremely selective on like the weight you're taking in training and how you're using that shirt. And, um, it's also very susceptible, I think in my mind to how, how, like how everything fits, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as you're, as soon as your, your you know, body weight's off a little bit, the gears don't fit right anymore. Um, it's, it's, it's very, very, very difficult. I think it especially, is, especially on the bench. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, I've, uh, I've delved into full power in the past, mm-hmm. N- not single ply, but, sure. um, the bench has always been, I'm not going to argue it's more technical than the uh, geared squat, but it, it's mm-hmm. very, they're very close. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, my deadlift sucks. So I just kind of grip it and hope for the best. So I don't think. What do you, you pull seven plus, right? Uh, my best, my best deadlift has been eight oh four. Um, it's not, it's not a, uh, it's not, it's not one of those lifts that's there every day. It seems like, unfortunately. So I'm trying to work on that one. Okay. You know. I mean, eight eight hundred pound, uh, 
that's I don't think that sucks at all. <laughs> just, 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 just being honest with you. <laughs> um, so and uh, so you did full power that day. Yep. And you're coming off of the 1140 heaviest yep. squat of all time uh, yep. in single ply. Mm -hmm. uh, bench uh, did not go great, or how how didn't bench go, did that go? <laughs> didn't go great. I took my opener bench and. Um, you know, I opened my bench at 7.30. The, the actual lift went fine. At the very top, I felt my right pec tear. Um, you you kind of know when that happens. It's like, ah, oh, crap. Um, so I'm, I'm holding the weight at the top, waiting for the rack command. So, um, you know, torn pec, holding at the top. I get the rack command, put it back, and kind of roll up off of the bench. And, uh, um, you know, I, I saw the white lights. I'm like, cool fine no big deal mm -hmm. let's uh, let's scratch that move on to deadlift so as you know with you know full power you need to have the you need to have a total for your uh you know for your um record account so i was planning on just you know cruising through bench and probably taking a token deadlift after that so uh the bench went i mean went well but not yeah. Great because of what happened, but um, yeah, I was about you know 80 to 80 ish pounds off of what I wanted, so because I only got my opener there, so um, yeah, did you go to the deadlift and just do a token because of I, what happened? Yeah, on the bench? yeah, I just did a token. Well, in, like if, if the pec issue would have happened on like the third attempt where you know I already had a number that was going to get me close to the record total, I probably would have canced it and tried to pull something halfway decent, but. Uh, the record, the, the total record was kind of shot at that point. So I just, I, I pulled a token plate deadlift and kind of took my pride and went home after that one. <laughs> I, I see. So the, the, yeah. the bench you wanted could have put you within throwing distance of the record and you would have. Yeah. Okay. What is, what is next uh, for Tyler Butcher in terms of competing? Well, um, I'm planning on doing a, uh, a meet in October um, this will be, uh, it's, it's not a, a, a huge meet or anything. We have, we have uh, several guys who are at our, at our gym doing it. Um, it'll be a, uh, a meet in like the F8 bench shirt. So I, I really would like to, I mean, the, the F8 shirt that, that Anderson sells is super fun to use, as you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a blast. So I'd like to, to put, it, put an actual training cycle together with it and uh, try to do a bench only meet. And then after that, um, it'll be back into back to a full power uh, single ply meet around December timeframe. Damn! So you're doing us. You're doing a bench only meet. I'm doing a bench only meet in October. Oh, yep. That's, damn. That's the plan. <laughs> well, fantastic. Uh, do you have? You're using a a triple F8 from Anderson, I think. Right? Yep. Triple F8. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your? Do you have a game plan, or you just kind of show up and kind of do your thing? Well. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the game plan now. So um, I don't have a ton of experience in it. I've done, I've, you know, I've trained, um, trained in it a bit and uh, I can, I kind of have an idea of, of what I can lock out and what it takes to get down there. So, um, you know, it'd be, obviously it'd be cool to get a thousand pound bench, um, but you know, we'll kind of play it by ear and try to have some fun with it. I, I think you're, I think, I think you'll, I think you'll do it uh, from, from what I've Super. seen. Yeah, yeah, I've done a, I've done like a, I think 10, 10 to a two board or something like that. This is a while ago, so okay. um, I, 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 I think it's within striking distance at least. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so you need to have uh, you come up here and give me some pointers. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll be connecting in the uh, 
<laughs> near future when we make our uh, make our move back to the states. So absolutely, that's that's gonna be fucking awesome. Um, what feds do you primarily primarily try to compete with? Are you attached Mostly to right now? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really attached to a specific specific federation. Mostly, it's been APF. Um, really, as long as they have a single ply division, it's I'm you know now I've done APF, uh, USPF, USAPL, NASA. Um, a little bit of everything, but mm-hmm. right, 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 right now it's been mostly APF. Um, Chris Smith runs a great meet in Ohio um, every every few months, and the APF Nationals just happened uh, a month ago. Those were those were great as well. So um, they seem to run run really good meets, and uh, the folks are are always just awesome. So uh, we've been doing a lot of APF meets lately. Fantastic, good. Um, so do you have you have your you have your gym? You have about twenty people or so that you lift with. Yeah, there's about 20 members. The the folks that we that we train regularly with um, is is about six to eight typically. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you do you train people yourself, or is it kind of just kind of come together and lift together and do your own? Thing? Uh, just more more of a come together, lift together kind of thing. Um, there's a couple folks I'll I'll like help program a little bit. But I don't really consider myself uh, like a trainer or a coach per se, but just more of a more of a team team helper. Gotcha. Um, What's been like, besides, I mean, obviously an all-time world record mm-hmm. uh, is they're very hard to come by. Uh, <laughs> so getting one is probably very memorable. Absolutely. Um, but in your competitive career, I guess I'll, I'll take a couple steps back. You're, how sure, old are you sure. right now? 34. 34. Yep. And how long, how long have you been competing? My first meet I did when I was, I think I was 19. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking at well, that 15 years of competing about. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so what's been some really memorable experiences, um, good, bad, or indifferent in, in sure. your time competing? Um, I, uh, the first thousand pound squat was, was probably the biggest, um, you know, and I, you're know, looking back, um, you know, that was, a, that was always a big number for, for me and for a lot of people, obviously, but um, you know, I, I, I trained with, um, growing up the guy that I consider my coach, Marty Ross, uh, those guys, uh, traded the Sadusky Barbell Club. And from that, from that group came Dave Waddington, the first man to squat a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just a really cool, it's a really cool number. Um, you know, that was, that was probably the biggest one. I remember, you know, completely losing my mind after doing it. Um, which I'm usually pretty low key, but I wasn't, I wasn't super low key after that one, but, uh. You know, it was it was uh that was that was probably the probably the most the uh the like the you know biggest one um one of the most honestly the probably the most memorable meets uh was actually my first meet um you know everyone always says they want to wait uh until they feel ready to do to like do their first meet or something mm-hmm. right well you'll never feel ready for your first meet and you'll probably never feel ready for any meet at least i don't <laughs> um it's so that uh, the first meet I ever did, I, I remember bombing in the squat, dumping it over my head, complete train wreck. Um, they let me switch to do a push-pull so I would actually be able to do something that day. Um, so, like, no matter who you are, like, you will probably have a better meet than I did. So. <laughs> what was the uh, – that was – was that? What, did you start out in 
sanctioned from the very beginning or was it kind of yeah. like maybe local meets or something? No, or that was sanctioned? actually, it was a NASA meet in uh, Springfield, Ohio, actually. Uh, oh, sp- oh yeah. th- Springfield. You may have actually done that meet years ago. I've done a handful. You did a, a few NASA meets, haven't you? Years and years ago. Yeah. Uh, is Na- I mean, is NASA still alive? Or is there? Oh, yeah. 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 As far as I know, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I did their uh, did their high school nationals in 09. Oh, okay. And then the just the normal USA nationals. Um, yeah. Also in 09, but in Columbus. Okay. So, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, this, I, this would have been in probably about 2009. I knew it wasn't too far from where you, from where you grew up. So Springfield. They, they forever. I, I was, I, I, Springfield sounded familiar. I did a USA, I did a USAPL meet way, way before mm-hmm. I learned my lesson, but <laughs> in, I did, I did one. You did one. I've done two. Nice. Maybe three. I, <laughs> I think I, I get, I think I gave it one more chance. Yeah. But that, but that third one was it, but uh, spring, <laughs> Springboro, Ohio. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I yeah. got somehow I, I used to work out with, I'm not sure if you're familiar with my area where I grew up, mm-hmm. but um, West Lafayette, Ohio near Zanesville. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And yep. Dave, Dave Waddington was from Zanesville or yep. did his first thousand pound squat. You mentioned did the first meet at Zanesville. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zanesville. Mm-hmm. So West Lafayette is 45 minutes from there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, we, I was trained with a guy named Ralph Young uh I've, I've i think i may know ralph actually yeah okay uh you big usapl bench legend yep yep um, yep, yep he conned a couple of us into doing <laughs> the usapl bench nationals in 09 so i had to qualify uh-huh. for it with the meet in springboro so that's gotcha. okay that makes sense that's, that's why i did that yeah okay so <laughs> so that was side story about the usapl back in the day when i did that shit so um so how did you get started with with powerlifting altogether so uh well i went to uh the 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 first gym i ever was a member of was um a gym in port clinton called wilson's uh dave wilson owned it and dave dave was a big uh uh uh, you know bench powerlifter and uh his brother to steve wilson steve wilson was was a big powerlifter as well on the on the apf back in the day um, so that was my first, I guess, exposure to it. Um, I trained there and I, I, I didn't compete. Um, I, I, I lived with those guys and hung out with them and whatnot. Um, and then uh, in, actually it was in college, actually, uh, one of my, um, you know, close friends said, Hey, well, let's just, let's just pick a meet and do it. Right. So we were going to pick, uh, this is going to be a long story, just, just, just a heads up, but let's go. We, were, <laughs> we were going to pick a meet. Um, it ended up being a, being a NASA meet and, um, it was like, I don't know, five months out. Right. So plenty of time to, to get ready to do, you know, even though we had no idea what we were doing, we were, we were still just going to try it out. Right. So I think I weighed, uh, about 245 at the time. I'm like, I'll just, I'll cut down to 242. No big deal. Easy. Right. Sure. I start powerlifting and the weight starts coming on. And all of a sudden I'm like 260 and 265, 270. And I'm like, man, oh man. So yeah, <laughs> so awesome. I'm like, well, okay, two two twos are out the door. I'll just go two seventy five. Showed up that day, you know, did, I wasn't watching my weight or anything. I waited at two seventy eight, had to lift three oh eights. Mm. Um, you know, only person I've ever 
know that missed a, a weight class by two weight classes. Pretty um, impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, I had a had just a uh just a train wreck of a first meet, but I was hooked, you know. So I had a like had a had a really good time. All the all the all the camaraderie was 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 great. Uh, met some friends there. So um you knew so that was was that at 19 years old? Yes, I was 19, was that, yep. Okay, that was the correlation at 19. That's yep, when you started yep. lifting. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got many uh, mentors um, yeah. in the sport that I look up to, mm -hmm. um, people that taught me the ropes, like Ralph Young was one of them. Yeah. Uh, a couple of lesser, uh, Adam, I don't know if you, you know Adam Hicks. Do you know that name? I do know that name. I'm, you do? I don't think I've ever met him, but I, I do know that name. <laughs> Well, we're, both, we're both from Ohio, so that's that's great. Yeah. Uh, it's a tight knit community, but uh, yeah, Adam Hicks taught me how to bench. Um, cool. And the guy who taught him how to bench, mm -hmm. Tracy Weiler. Uh, yeah. So we're that's that's kind of a few okay. mentors I've had. But um, what have been some of your mentors in the sport? You know, it's that is one one kind of interesting question, just because of the fact that like everyone that I know who has been around for a while, somebody's taught them something, right? So there's, there's, there's not one guy who's figured this whole thing all out. You know, they've, they've learned from somebody else and they've tweaked it and modified it and everything else. And, but uh, Marty Ross, um, after that very first meet, um, Marty happened to be at that meet. Um, Marty's been competing for, for, uh, you know, going on 40 years now. Um, you know, first, uh, first met him at that, at that NASA meet. And then we got to talking and he's like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from Sandusky. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's cool. I'm like, you know, at the, at the time I was still at home, which is Port Clinton, which is 25 minutes from Sandusky. So, um, we ended up hooking up and, in, in, in a train together and, um, he was extremely instrumental in, uh, like teaching me how to squat and teach me how to bench and teach me how to deadlift at the, at the same time, I think we, we learned together, you know, like we were, um, you know, he was training by himself at the time. So he was able to, you know, I was able to, to, you know, keep an eye on, on his list. He was able to obviously do the same for me. Um, but he's, he's the, he's the number one guy I have to kind of, kind of owe all this to. Um, we all like, we all stay in touch and, and he, you know, we all hang out together quite a bit and, um, you know, good dude. But then he, he was from that, he was from that old, the old school, uh, um, Sissy Barbell Club with, uh, Dave Waddington, Roger Eastup, um, Steve Wilson, Dave Wilson, all those guys, they all trained together back then. So, um, gotcha. it was really cool. And I was able to meet, meet those guys as well, which is pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. just kind of learning the history of powerlifting and just having that like wealth of knowledge there. And the, uh, speaking of the history of powerlifting, mm -hmm. um, I, I've only been to West Side one time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Louis wasn't there. He doesn't come in on Sundays. Uh -huh. So I never got to meet the man. Yeah. But uh, so I say historically because that's a historical part of powerful history. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's right there in right there in Columbus. Or outside of Columbus. Were you you're, you're, you go there? I assume you've been to Westside a few times. I have actually never been to Westside. Okay. Um I I've uh, you know, I know and talked to several of the old school guys that have have trained there, but I've never actually been there myself. Yep. Uh, uh, oh, at one time <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, on a Sunday, it was the, uh, the Sunday of the 2020 Arnold, uh, okay. me, Ryan and tiny made it there. Yeah. And, uh, 
George Halbert got to meet him. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, remember, it was all right. It was I actually cool. remember seeing the, seeing the pictures of that. And I'm like, it, it was cool to see you three together kind of at, at West Side. Yeah, that was awesome. It, it was very, cool. it was underwhelming. Uh, oh, sure, yeah. It, it was a gym. It was dirty and gross. And it was, there was dumbbells all over the floor. And it was, all right, this is a yep. gym. And there's the model and all the videos. And, oh, there's some stuff over there. Yeah, you know, I was just, yeah. Um, isn't, it, isn't it funny when you go to a gym like that, like the, um, like you know, you, you see like equipment and videos, and you assume the place is huge, right? And it, yeah. it goes for it goes for any gym. And then like you know, we've had people come to our gym, and they're like, "This is like, like the size of a large closet." Like, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> well, look, looking at your videos, I'm, uh, I'm like, "Wow, like that's uh, you got a big space to squat in all that room." And yeah, uh, it's it's not very big. I bet I mean the 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 whole building is probably like a thousand square feet maybe oh that's only about twice our apartment not even so if there, there's not much there you know so all right you but put, you can you do put, you put a bunch of equipment in there yeah but like that just goes to show like you don't need this giant absolutely fancy facility not. to do things like you do absolutely not yeah in fact if if you need the big giant facility if you need like the the dozens of different machines everything else you're probably doing it wrong yeah because <laughs> It's not, it's really not that complicated, you know? No, it, it's not. That's what we said at the beginning. It's the sport is when it comes down to it, it's, it's actually mm-hmm. quite simple. Absolutely. Um, I and I think 100%. things get overcomplicated. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand changing things up and not accommodating sure. to what you're training, but like, yeah, yep. oh boy, it, it gets, it gets awful complicated. Some, well, some people make it that way. Yeah. It, it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, so I've delved into squatting here and there. I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to get back into it recently, but it's uh, yeah. back burner type. But sure. um, so I I notice how wide you yeah. squat. It looks like Chuck V. I mean, just super <laughs> wide. Yeah. Um, yep. Have you have you always had that technique, or at one point where you narrow, then you kind of work your way out over time? Yeah, it's always been my uh, my squat stance always has been fairly wide. Um, part of that was with training with uh, Marty. Um, you know, he's he's a bigger guy, and I've you know, I've got this like long torso and short legs, so it kind of fit me as far as feeling comfortable. Um, you know, when I when I started wearing you know like the uh, the single ply equipment, it seemed to help. Mm-hmm. um in like utilizing that that uh, technique um it takes a little more hip strength i think but um i was you know it, it worked it worked well for me um there's other other huge squatters out there that are you know you know way more narrow but uh, this is something that kind of worked for me and that's that's another thing too i think a lot of guys they they, they see a certain person lifting a certain way um you know it nine times out of ten you have to find something and tweak it to fit your body style fit your fit your leverages and whatnot so that's kind of how i how i kind of got there gotcha yes um i i guess i i would love to be able to squat that way Mm -hmm. um i always felt like it could be my inflexibility it could be my immobility sure um but i always felt like my like my actual femur bones were like knocking into my hips like yeah i don't know if that's yeah i think i think it's a little bit probably like probably has to do with the flexibility um you know you know for me i never had that only because i was you know i I started fairly wide to begin with and kind of 
grew a little wider. Um, but it's, it's, I would assume it probably would be somewhere, you know, somewhere related to flexibility probably, but at the same time, that's not the only way to squat, right? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's a ways to do that. Yeah. There's <laughs> lots of ways. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, like what you said about, you know, people see somebody lift a certain way. That must be the way to do it. Yeah. I always use the analogy that every human being that has ever lived is currently living and will ever live are all just a little bit different than each other. Absolutely. So, yeah. Got to find what's yeah, work. Yeah. Take, uh, take Ed Cohen, for example, try to do anything Ed Cohen does and make it work for you. It's, yeah. it's not, you know, no. as far as like, as far as his, like his stance and technique and whatnot, like it's, it's probably not going to work for you. He's, he's built different. You know? Yeah. It, I, I, uh, I watch some of these, these modern day, um, I call them, sometimes I'll refer to it as like a leverage deadlift. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, I look at someone like a good friend of mine who uh, I actually went to Quantico with. He was one of my students when I was uh, stationed there. Oh, cool. Uh, Dan Grigsby. Okay. Yep. And he just pulled the heaviest powerlifting deadlift of all yep. time at 1,025. That's, yeah, that was, that was a crazy lift. And I, and I look at someone like him deadlift mm-hmm. and it makes me want a deadlift yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then i have to realize okay, yep. he's built to do that lift i'm not yeah he's built to deadlift he's built to deadlift you know? that's yeah and if if i could deadlift like that i would deadlift like that correct i you know? but i'm like oh well, oh i see how he's okay maybe i can try it then i try to do it it's like a refrigerator bending over to pick up the bar it, is, <laughs> it doesn't work well, it, you know it's funny like uh I, I've said this about you multiple times to people I know is Jimmy is built to bench press. Like, you know, you look at you and you are, you are built to bench press. You've got the leverages to bench press. Mm-hmm. It's just, everyone's going to be built a little bit different, right? Yes. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being yeah. good at bench, not the other two, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Uh, Absolutely. So, but you know, I, I enjoy what sounds, I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. I do enjoy deadlifting now. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I've found the way that's that's worked for me, yeah, it, it kind of looks dumb, but it works for me, and I, I kind of enjoy it. So, if um, it works and if it makes you stronger in some way, shape, or form, then it's worth it, right? Exactly. You know? <laughs> and the day I look at the deadlift as a, a bench accessory, anyway. So, yeah, absolutely. Anything to make the bench go up. So, <laughs> um, so you've not always uh, the current gym. What's what's the name of your current gym? It's called the Animal House. Animal House. That's right. I should yep. know that. Um, you've not always been there, obviously. How long have you been there? Correct. Uh, we started that gym about uh, about five years ago. Um, it was pretty much just uh, you know some guys had some had some equipment, needed a place to train. Um, ended up going in on a building and renting it out. Um, you know, threw all the equipment together and then started training there. Um, okay. You know, it's been it's it was a uh, it was a, a compilation of, of, uh, of like several lifters, basically. A single ply lifter. Uh, what uh, you, so when you do the single ply meet, do you have just single ply suits or do you compete with uh, single ply briefs by themselves or what do you kind of flip flop back and forth? Yes, yeah, so we do. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're allowed to wear um, a, a single ply suit. Um, you know, typically I wear a, always wear a, a regular super centurion squat suit and uh um, super kind of, uh, bench shirt and the velocity deadlift. Um, 
really honestly the the the, uh, the stuff I wear is all off the shelf. It's not custom altered, except I do have uh, the really cool Anderson collar on the uh, on the uh, Super Kana, but yeah. the the squat and the deadlift suit, it's all off the shelf stuff. Um, I wear it extremely tight. Um, I think I think in the, my years of competing, I've I've gained you know seventy pounds. And I've gone up one suit size, so. Yeah, you know, just if you can, if you can cram it all in there, you wear it. <laughs> <laughs> cram it all in there. I love that. <laughs> I tell I, people ask me my katana size, uh-huh. and I get them. I get the most astounded looks. <laughs> They're like, "No way!" Like, "Uh huh, yeah." If, um, if your if your arms are in it and you can get the belt cinched down, right? That's it. <laughs> so I do. I do something similar uh, with uh-huh. with my my equipment and my all my katanas have been off the shelf minus say like the anderson collar yeah mm-hmm. so do you do the same thing do you get the suit or a shirt you work in it for a mm-hmm. while that once it's broken in then you send it back to get maybe small alterations done um for the shirt specifically suit. um honestly for the for the for, for the suits no um the shirts really i've only I, there was one time um i had a little bit of, a little experiment where I used a super kind of extreme with an Anderson collar. Um, that, that was kind of cool. It seemed to work, seemed to work, uh, work uh, pretty well. Um, but you know, I guess from, from my point of view, especially on the bench, I'm not, um, I'm not a savvy enough bench presser, I think, to know exactly the alterations that I truly need sometimes. So, um, you know, a lot of times when, when it, when it comes to the bench, I'd rather a little bit more leeway, um, just because I, I'm, I'm not as good of a technical, not as good of a technical bench presser. Okay. Um, and you, you've benched eight plus, I believe. Uh, eight, ten. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Eight, ten. Yep. Single ply. Yep. yep. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's up there. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's not, doesn't happen very often. So, um, I think you're, I think you're more technical than you might, uh, give yourself credit to, <laughs> I think. Um, cause like you said, you wear some, Super Centurion suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also train with, uh, say, like briefs. Sometimes not a yeah, full suit, with, also briefs. Yeah, with briefs, briefs. Sometimes briefs in a suit. Um, uh, you know, the the majority of my training for squat, especially, is done um, just in briefs. Okay. So um, typically, like, I only have the suit on if I'm doing a single, which leading up to a meet is, you know, usually just uh, once, a, you know, once every three to four weeks. Um, so yeah, nine, you know, you know, 75% of my training is all done and just, and just briefs alone. So, um, I think the, the Centurion squat briefs, full leg squat briefs do a, do a good job of, you know, simulating that, that same groove that you need, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, um, isn't so you know, excessively tight where you can't do reps in it and that kind of stuff. So I've had, this is coming from, I, I don't know a lot that you have one of the best squats in human history right now. Um, so I'll ask you for me, um, anytime I've squatted with just say the bottom half Mm -hmm. briefs by themselves, maybe suit with straps down. Yeah. I'm like Superman. I can, I can squat whatever I put on the bar. Uh I put those damn straps up (laughs) Yeah, and it screws with me really, really damn hard. So yeah. 
I don't know I, what the. I can totally, I, 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 I can totally, I can totally see that happening. It's and I've and I've felt that before, especially if I haven't been straps up in a really long time because of whatever reason. Um, there is one thing with with the suits, especially straps up. It's um, it's over like it's almost like you're excessively having to sit back into it. Um, it's you know it's almost to the point where where where, where you feel like you're nearly off balance. Um, but you know, especially with the, with 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 straps up, the the Titan squat harness that they have sewn into the sewn in into the suit, it's designed to really sit back super 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 hard. Um, I know if I ever misgroove a squat or it doesn't feel right, it's usually because I'm not sitting back far enough and I kind of want to dip a little bit and all that stuff. I yeah, uh, I, I guess I'll have to. We'll we'll be seeing each other in the future. Um, sure. Especially when it comes to this, I I can't. Uh, I haven't been able to figure it out yet. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna need help in the future for sure. <laughs> um. So we we talk. Secrets, all right. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no problem. Um. Besides the most recent one that we talked about uh, with this last meet, uh. But have you had a lot of uh, major injuries throughout the last fifteen years? Um. Honestly, not not really. You know, I I get the occasional uh, pec strain here and there, and you know, like a minor minor tear or whatnot. Mm. Um, you know, this the, this this last pec tear was was the worst one as far as bruising goes and whatnot. Um, but you know, we're we're we're, we're four weeks after it, and I'm I'm benching. You know, it's fe- feeling pretty good. So perfect. Um, I've uh, I've torn a couple hamstrings. Um, I've never like ruptured anything yet um everything's kind of been like you know, give it a few weeks to rest uh mm-hmm. you know rehab and whatnot the, the cool thing is my, my wife's a, a physical therapist so um every time i mess something up she's usually trying to dry needle me or something like that to try to help out so it does oh. it does help a lot well, that was cool that was awesome yeah. yep very cool <laughs> you got an advantage there that's great <laughs> um i think we can attribute um i've had dings and scrapes sure. and bruises and stuff but Absolutely. uh i think being in equipment um kind of helps you not get hurt I think. absolutely i i agree 100 you look at a lot of the guys um there's not a ton of guys out there you know hitting huge numbers 40 plus raw mm. you know what i mean like it just it beats you up real bad you know and uh you know i think single for me anyway single ply equipment is kind of that um the good in between as far as like protecting yourself and adding more weight to the adding more weight to the bar um you know so it, i think it does it does go a long way as far as as far as protecting you i would i would recommend personally like i've had you know guys at our gym doing this but even raw guys they will train in a super loose pair of briefs once in a while like just to just to relax the hips a little bit you know like mm-hmm. kind of protect them so yep you, know, you got you really got to find ways you know to protect yourself and um, you know, powerlifting is all about how long you can kind of stay in the sport. If you're gaining strength over years, over years, over years, you're going to be a good lifter. Um, so it's super important to try to stay injury free. Absolutely. I, I use the, 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 uh, the idea that I want to do this sport for decades, not just years. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. I put me in a big box, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, that's why I don't do the raw thing. And people mm-hmm. people get all butthurt about it. I'm like, I thought we were a bunch of tough guys. Like, why are y'all? It's, you would think, right? Yeah, you'd you know think, that, but 
Um, they're probably upset you're repping their uh, raw max for sets of like 20 something. So. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just, uh, I, I know I don't, tr I don't compete raw. So why would I risk getting Absolutely. hurt in the gym doing something I don't even compete in? Now I can't compete at all. It's not worth it. You know, you no. only have like, you know, we only have so many shots like at these big lifts, you know, if you, if, you know, if you, uh, if you screw something up, that's either a, you're done getting any more shots at that big lift mm -hmm. or B you're not, gonna get, you're not gonna get another shot for six months, maybe a year. Like you have to be yeah. extremely selective on what you're attempting. Yes. And but I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad to hear that after only a few short weeks that you're, you're doing good. Yep. Very much. Glad, so. Thank you. Glad to hear that for real. Um, if you could, uh, this is a common question I ask on these yeah. interviews. If you could add, change, or delete any mm -hmm. powerlifting rule, what would you do? Uh, man, uh, you know, knee wraps for big guys. Like, we got to have longer wraps, man. You know, <laughs> if we're using the same knee wrap as a 132-pounder, as a give me some more wrap. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I You know? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Or the, <laughs> I argue the the bench width. That's a know. that's a great one, absolutely. Though, like it, it always sucks going to a meet and going in the warm room. You lay down on the bench; it's like you're laying on a two by four. Oh man, Jesus. this sucks. You got a guy that's you're incredibly in person, super wide. I can't even put it in frame, <laughs> but you're this wide, and the pads like this. It's not. Um, yeah, it do, it doesn't work real well. It doesn't you know? make sense. It doesn't make no, sense. I agree. Now, like you just said, like a 132 pound guy, his small Perfect, frame right? can fit, you know, yeah. on a pad that's on top of his lats, he's good to go, right? Uh huh. Um, there's a fellow, um, his name is Rick Davis. Mm -hmm. He owns Edge Fitness. Okay. Um, in uh, Canton, Ohio. Yeah. And his uh, machine shop was right next to a gym that I used to go to called Iron Chamber. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jeff Bag was the owner. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was big Wabdell bencher and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I went there for a while and Rick Davis makes a bench that has a drop in feature. So huh. has a 12 inch pad that just drops yeah. in. Okay. And then it has, he has a training pad that the top portion where you lay down is 14 inches. But then the bottom half where your legs go is like 12. That is really cool. That's a great idea. So arguably you could have, if, if a meet was, if this was sports, not there yet, but sure. you could have a 12 inch pad for like the 198 below because mm -hmm. they're generally well, smaller yeah. stature. Sure. Pull that. It takes, and it takes five seconds to pull that bench out. Yeah. Drop the 14 inch pad in for the 200 and up. Interesting. That's a really, that's a really good idea. I mean, like uh, it, you're already changing rack heights, right? So, I mean, like, like I have longer arms. Well, maybe I'm wider. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I spoke with Donnie Thompson. We, we were talking about the whole 14 inch fat pad yep, yep, and yep. stuff and how that we, the, the sport did not get it right with 12. No, no. Like, people, people come to me like, well, once 14 gets passed, what are you going to, are you going to want 16 and 18 inch pads? I'm like, no. Like, there's, well, there's the thing too, is that there, you know, there's a lot of, bigger guys out there now too you know what i mean like you know like don't be wrong they were always big guys but yes. the volume of like 300 plus lifters are are higher today than they were 40 years ago you know yes yes 
So I, I don't think we got it right with 12. Um, <laughs> I, I think the, there should be a limit. Sure. I mean, he was talking about the studies he did and the thousands mm -hmm. of athletes, scapular, uh, yeah. retract positions they measured and yeah. 14 inches was the best one. So it makes sense. And, you know, and like he's, he's done his research, you know, Donnie's great when it comes to, to truly doing the research for, on that kind of stuff. And I mean, I, I get it. I'd agree 100%. Good. I'm glad. Cause, uh, I, I, I'm taking the start of this year as kind of my beginning, uh, in my competitive lifetime, uh -huh. competitive lifetime. Sure. I, I want to see and, and federations I care about. You know, I, sure. I don't care about USAPL or USPA, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. um, I want to see a 14 inch pad become uh, legal. I think it's great. Yeah. If there's anyone who can do it, the biggest bench in history can do it. Well, I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of pull. I have, and I, I have, I'm just a competitor like anybody else, sure. you know, like Absolutely. we both are, but um, I'm trying. I, I, uh, now, obviously, Donnie's pad being four and a half inches thick, mm -hmm. now you have height issues with. Sure. Yeah. So I, a 14 inch pad while maintaining the legal 17, 17 and a half inch height. And yeah. Whole big yeah. thing. But anyhow, that's. It makes, it makes sense. Like the science behind it makes, makes perfect sense. I mean, I, not just the science, but with, with the actual, the human body, with the, the width, mm -hmm. but like the equipment we use becomes more and more comp or advanced. Absolutely. Uh, people are getting stronger all the time. The yeah. barbells become more advanced, um, mm -hmm. you know, stiffer, longer, more capable. Sure. And the one thing that's not changing is the pad that we do those lifts on. Yeah. Well, you it, think like, you know, you know, an 800 pound bench back in the day, right? So 30 years ago is going to feel way different with a, with a 12 inch pad than a 1300 pound bench press, right? It's, it's night and day difference. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the whole my bench press in between there, <laughs> right? Yeah, in my competitive lifetime, that yeah. so I have quite a, I hopefully have quite a few years to absolutely. So, um, so uh, for you again, greatest one of the greatest squatters to ever live, and I'm, I'm talking to him right now. Um, what would be some advice you would have for a lifter that's trying to get into equipped uh, squatting? Sure. What, what are some key things you would tell them? Sure. Um, probably the biggest thing is uh, don't don't order a suit that is, you know, like the most aggressive, tightest suit you can possibly squeeze into. Give yourself a little bit of time to to figure out the gear. What you know, one mistake that I probably made early on was trying to trying to get gear that was too tight to work when I really should have you know taken a second to learn the gear better. Um, you know, at this, at this point of, in, my, in, my, in my career, the tighter the gear, the better, but, you know, 15 years ago, that, that really wasn't the case. Um, I would say start with, start with like a loose pair of fitting briefs, you know, try those out, work with them, um, practice in them, um, you know, depending on if you're a sumo puller, you can even pull in them. Um, just, just take your time to learn learn the gear, learn how it feels. Everyone's a little bit different. Someone, you know, everyone can tell you exactly like how you're supposed to lift in it, but until you feel it, you're not going to really understand yourself. Um, you know, take that time and then work your way up to, you know, to a suit or, or, or wherever you want to go, really. Okay. And you, do you think, 
I mean, I think I've seen single ply squats be walked out in some cases, mm-hmm. uh, yep. mall lift and others. Is that something you really believe uh, a big crew is required to be successful with? Yeah, so uh, I think um, having having a bunch of like-minded folks is like, extremely important to uh, you know train with. I know when we've you know when we've added lifters to our group that are that are driven and motivated, it's it's it it you know incrementally helps the the the, the group as a whole. Um, you know, we have we have different we have different you know types of lifters. We're all single ply, multi ply. Um, some folks are walking them out. Some folks are taking them out of the monolift. Um, you know, and be respectful of that. There are different disciplines and, and uh, you know, your one discipline isn't the only discipline out there. Um, so, you know, really is, you know, if, if all of your folks have that same competitive edge and competitive mindset, you know, you're really, really, you know, pushing the boundaries of what your group can do as a whole. Um, gotcha. You know, the, the more, the, the stronger the group gets, the really the stronger you're going to get as well. I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> Any uh, last words of wisdom you want to pass on before we wrap this thing up? Sure. I guess, uh, you know, the powerlift, in order to be successful in powerlifting, it's all about staying in the game as, as long as you can, right? So uh, training smart, um, you, know, you know, ensuring that you're, you're, not, you're, not, you're not getting hurt, not listening to just every piece of advice you find on the internet. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, RPE, whatever, sometimes like, you know, sometimes you have to find out what works for you. You know, that's not always going to be what's, what's mainstream and that's okay. Um, some of the strongest folks I know do some of the weirdest stuff out there and it works for them. And that's, that's totally fine. And at the same time, keep your eyes and ears open to, to folks that have accomplished something. Um, you know, if at the same time, if you're, you know, I hate to boil it down to this to sound super simple, I guess, but um, if you're taking advice from a lifter who hasn't gotten stronger in the past 10 years at the same weight class, there's probably a reason why, you know, so be, be selectful and mindful who you listen to. And uh, at the same time, keep your eyes open to guys who are great in the sport, like Jimmy, for example, reverse grip bench press, probably the coolest thing ever, right? The, the you know, modified reverse grip. I use it all the time now. So, you know, pick up, pick up all those tips and tricks from, from folks you respect and look up to. I think that's fantastic. That's a good thing to end on. And I, I like everything you said. And thank you, uh, by the way. I appreciate the uh, the, the kind words. So Absolutely. Um, everybody, we got Tyler Butcher here, the heaviest single ply squatter in human history. That's a really big accomplishment. Uh, you got myself and him both representing Anderson Powerlifting. Check out the Superstore Anderson Powerlifting. I've got a code, Colbstrong, and you have a code as well? Yep, Big Cat Zero One. Cat zero one, those are both codes you can use for, I believe, 10% off of your order of anything Anderson Powerlifting related. So, uh, Tyler, thank you again for being here with me today. Uh, appreciate your time, and I hope you have a uh, great rest of your year. Looking forward to that bench only meet, and then also <laughs> uh, your next big total as well. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the time, and thanks for having me on. I'm sure I'm going to be calling you here soon for some, uh, for some bench secrets. All right, do that absolutely, but you got my number. <laughs> So, hey, Thank take you care, much. man. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. All right, that's all we have for today. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, email us, thecolbstrong at gmail.com. Include Power Podcast as the email title. 
Please subscribe and review this podcast if you haven't already. This helps us grow, and we appreciate all the feedback. You can follow for more content on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and all of those are at the same username, at Colbstrong. If you'd like to send me a video of your bench for critique, some helpful tips, then go to our YouTube channel and you can just email me your video at thecolbstrong at gmail.com. Check out my website, colbstrong.com, for bench programs, seminar applications, merch, events, and more. And last but not least, we have a nonprofit that we founded to help financially support young powerlifters, the Colbstrong Scholarship. Would be really cool if you could check that out, share, donate, help us help the next generation of lifters. Just go to colbstrongscholarship.com or follow us on Instagram at colbstrongscholarship. That's it. Thanks for listening. And remember, our motto is never enough. Just because someone says you've reached the top doesn't mean you're done. You are the only one that can set your limitations. Have a great day.